0: Alright, right, cool, so this is my first interview, so (laughs) give me a little (laughs) bit of grace on that, but (laughs) um, we wanted to ask you a little bit about your music, about your writing process, um, what got you into music, so I have a couple different questions for you. Um, Do you write all of your own songs?
1: I do, yeah, Um, in practice, because I've only recorded five and I have another Mm -hmm. five originals on the go, So I mean, if I play a show, there's usually 20 to 30 songs, right? So I do have covers in there. (laughs) Cool.
0: What's your writing process like? How do you go about coming up with a subject material and writing something?
1: Um, I kind of, usually I get something, uh, a sound or a sequence of chords or something stuck in my head. So it usually ends up with some kind of music first and then I think of the, the words to it afterwards. Um, even though actually I am a writer uh, of nonfiction and fiction <laughs> as well. So you'd think I would do that first, but I actually don't. I come up with
0: the music first. Very cool. Very cool. So you just released your EP, Looking for Heaven's Ghost this summer. Why did you release it now?
1: Well, it was actually ready to drop in the middle of March which is exactly when here, I'm in uh, Ontario, Canada, that we had our lockdown, right, in the middle of March. So, um, and with all the headlines and so on, I thought, you know, it's probably not a good time to (laughs) to release it right now. So I held off and uh, released it in July. Um, I'm hoping that I'll be able to do at least a couple of live shows or streaming or something in the near future. Um, right where I am, they've just started to open up uh, live music, but I think they're kind of moving backwards a little bit as our numbers are up.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully you get to do that because <laughs> yeah. performing
1: is just whether we'll not be able to do yeah. it.
0: <laughs> performing is one of the best, in my opinion, performing is one of the most interesting parts of music and most fun, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> where When did you start When did you first become interested in music? When did you start playing?
1: Um, Well, my story is a kind of, uh, it's actually more common than you think. I started, I studied music when I was a kid, actually. When I started school, I had, I took instrumental music in uh, school. It was part of our curriculum at the time. I don't think it is anymore. Um, And I studied flute. Um, I also, locally we have, it's called the Royal Conservatory of Music, being in Canada. And uh, I went all the way to grade 10 with the flute, which is, if you go to grade 10 and then there's one more after that, so I got fairly advanced. Um, I also took uh, guitar lessons, and that's when I started to write my own music, way back then. And then, my first husband was a musician, and I totally dropped music. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> for a while because I, you know, I'm not going to go into whatever, but I will say there are a lot of people who drop music, you know what I mean, when they're in their 20s for one reason or another, just because it's a lifestyle as well as, you know, it's not just a job, right? It's a, a whole different thing. So I became a writer actually instead.
2: In the then, Sorry. Oh, oh, sorry. Go on.
1: <laughs> and i was just going to say when I was about... 50, actually I was involved in a choir project and that's when I started to realize I thought you know I can actually sing not too bad Maybe I start singing, you know and that kind of got me back into everything I'm actually now playing flute again as well and mm-hmm. learning keyboards as well so
2: um, in, it's never too late <laughs> <laughs> in the ilk of performing and you said you use the flute how much do you use it in a traditional set
1: um, well, that, again, is something that has really, it, a lot of stuff, musically, uh, when I recorded that, I was just singing.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so I wasn't using the flute. Um, that has, I, that's another thing that I picked up again, just in the last year. And it's been during the lockdown, during the quarantine, this time, that's when I started practicing again. So I've, um, right now, I believe there are restrictions around using mm-hmm. wind instruments. Um, so I've kind of held off on that. That's still going to be part of it at some time. I have really nice flute solos picked out. <laughs> now I'm actually focusing more on keyboards just to be able to watch out the music.
2: As far as performing goes, uh, what would you say your favorite non-original song to perform is? Um,
1: <laughs> there is a lot of them. I actually, I go to, well, before there's it hit there was a, a great um open mic in town here where i am uh, with really good musicians sort of blues oriented so there's a lot of songs but i have to say there was one time, one time only, somebody came and wanted to do an Allison Chain song and they did uh man in a box and i said somebody they, they asked somebody to sing it the other person was like oh i don't know i don't really know And i'm like are you kidding me i've been waiting my whole life to sing man in a box. <laughs> So I did, and everybody was just kind of shocked because that's not what I really do. But it was just so much fun. It was so much fun to let loose like that.
2: (laughs) That's really cool.
0: Who, along the same lines, who would you say are your musical inspirations?
1: Um, I guess I have a lot of different musical inspirations. I mean, when I was growing up, there was a lot of stuff on the radio that didn't necessarily. Like, nowadays, we talk about, you know, there's black music, white music. When I was a kid on the radio, it was all on AM radio. You know what I mean? You didn't really differentiate. So there's a lot of R&B and and all that old uh, funk and whatever that that I'm influenced by. People like uh, Etta James um, and uh, Coco Taylor. I love her. Um, a, A blues singer. Um, but also, I mean, harmonically, I see also because I studied classical music, watching classical music for so long. I think that's, you know, when you're thinking of melody and so on, that's always kind of in your right? That kind of uh, musicology, I guess.
0: Very cool. Um, so, if for people that are looking to get into music, what advice would you give them?
1: Um, <clears throat> Well, music is about working with other people. So first, it's it's you have to find a group of people that you can hang out with and jam with, it just to keep that music alive. Because I mean, you, yes, you can create music. I know plenty of people who create music in their living room and record it nowadays. And and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. But I think to advance, you need to connect with other people and find other people who are uh, you can play with and who are going to inspire you and you know even as far as writing and getting involved in different events and stuff like that. You really do need to sort of network. So you have to find your crowd. And I would also say, I forget it's a quote from someone and I can't remember who it is exactly. That, uh, as a musician, if you go into a room and you're the best person in the room and you're in the wrong room, right? Because you need to have people work upwards. right? You need to have somebody that's better than you keep you humble and keep you on that edge. Um, cause it's kind of a trap you can get into, right? Is to be the best one in the room all the time.
0: <laughs> yeah, cool. That's some good advice.
2: What is the main takeaway that you hope people take from your music?
1: Um, well, from, from my story, like I said, I just said it's never too late that you can always do, uh, what you want in some way. I mean, you know, I'm never going to be a pop princess now, but (laughs) it depends on whether that's what you want. Um, But also, I think most of my music um, is kind of about, I guess, authenticity is about finding some sort of authenticity, whether in in various ways, I guess. I don't have to (laughs) say
0: Very cool. Um, if people would like to listen to your music, where can they find it?
1: Um, it's to stream. You can find it almost anywhere. It's on, you know, Spotify, YouTube, um, all sorts of places. You would only have to search under like Anya A-N-Y-A, Mia, M-I-A, and it's, you'd find it. There's also a hyperlink with all the other links on it, so. Yeah,
0: cool. Um, let's see. Where do you see your music taking you in the future? You said you'll never be a pop princess, but where do you see yourself going with this?
1: <laughs> well, honestly, I just want to keep playing it. Like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking at festivals and stuff like that, um, local gigs. I mean, you know, again, the bar scene. Who knows what's really going to happen with that, right? If it's, you uh, know, survive and or in, here we have terrible winters, so outdoors is not going to be an option in a couple months too, right? So. Um, so, yeah, just to play live and to keep going and to be in, you know, surrounded by, like I said, my musical crowd, my people that are like-minded and that are, are into it for the music and not the keep going.
0: Cool. Do you have a favorite song off of your album?
1: Um, I think, I don't know about favorite. I think I like Freight Train. Just because um, it has a bit of a story behind it. I um, Years ago, when I was in my 20s, and I was between husbands, <laughs> so I went on this road trip with a bunch of people. And anyway, I was driving, but they only had one cassette tape back then. And it was Leonard Skinner. So I heard it was the greatest hits. So I heard Free, Free Bird, you know, about a thousand times. This was a long road trip, right, on the way there and back. So even though I wasn't actually much involved in music at the time, I remember I had it in my head. I thought one day I will write an answer to Freebird, right? Like as this, you know, the man who has to, sorry, baby, I got to go kind of thing. I thought, well, who would this woman be who doesn't need him in the first place, right? <laughs> and when I went to write again, that was the first thing that popped into my head. I thought, who is that character and what, what would that character like? So I like Freight Train because it's kind of a
0: do you get a lot of inspiration like that from um, other songs? Uh,
1: yeah, sometimes. Um, it depends. A couple of the songs on the EP are actually ones that I wrote back when I was 16 and 17 years old that I kind of uh, dug out and dusted off. So I honestly, one of them, one of them is uh, Never Coming Home, which is a sad love song. And I honestly don't even remember who I was sad about. <laughs> but that's a good point, right? You remember yeah. the song not
0: who, who you were talking about. <laughs> Very cool. I had listened to the whole thing and I liked that song so it's kind of cool to hear a little bit about it. Um, the Never Coming Home song. <laughs> <laughs> Hayden, do you have more questions to ask?
2: Um, Not any pointed ones. More of just a cursory um is there anything that you want us to know about yourself, your story, your music?
1: Um, not that I haven't already said, I don't think. <laughs> cool.
2: Um, so when we air this interview, um, we're probably going to be playing some of your music surrounding it. Okay. What other music would you like to bolster the interview?
1: Um. Like other songs? That, like on.
2: Yeah. Uh, um, just some of your favorite songs that you wrote, some that might not be by you. Uh,
1: I like, there's one called um, well actually I do the cover, it's called Voodoo Woman by Coco Taylor. It's an old blues song. Um, or it's uh, another one that I do. Actually, I did have a whole bunch of them. Uh, Criminal by Fiona Apple—that's another one I'm mm-hmm. I'm working on. It's actually difficult. It's pretty difficult. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but Very yeah, cool. that
1: one or um, Valerie by uh, Amy Winehouse.
0: Oh, nice. We need to play. We need to play Free Bird with Freight Train. Not yeah, <laughs> we absolutely do. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Two sides of the same
1: coin, I guess. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's really neat that it's an answer to another song. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go listen to them back to back and hear <laughs> all the parallels. <laughs>
1: well, you also have to, like, one of the guys I was with was, you know, he was dating, Why wouldn't he say boyfriend, you know what I mean? He dating. And he was also of it, like, every time it would come on, he'd kind of look at me like, you know, this was his message to me, and I was just kind of like, I to get you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay Anya is there anything else you want people to know you want to say
1: no I think like yeah we talked about everything you know where to find me and all that that's, that's mm-hmm. you. yeah that's you. cool
2: it was all great right. talking to you today yeah it was yes. so
1: nice thanks for your interest
2: in, in, yeah. in the
1: music
0: <laughs> yeah thanks so much for taking time out of your day to yeah. do an interview and answer some questions
1: yeah know. I really appreciate it